Hello, welcome back to Rebeat, the podcast where Sarah and I share stories from our past and explain how they connect to specific songs. We're so happy that you're here and you've made it to episode 13. Wow, 13 in the books. That seems like uh, 13 should be, I'm pretty sure 13's a lucky number for lots of people. Isn't 13 an unlucky number for a lot of people? I don't know. 13 has, like, different... I guess, yeah, like, Friday... Like, taboo around it. Like, back in the old days, they, they, like, wouldn't put the 13th floor on, like, the elevator and stuff, you know? Oh, wow. Well, thank God you guys have all made it here. (laughs) (laughs) We hope to not bring you any bad luck. Yes, only good, only good luck. We're hoping no one is experiencing bad luck whilst listening to episode 13. Yeah, this week we're gonna talk about our dear sisters. We are both super close. We both have one sister and we're both super close with them. So today is gonna be a fun episode sharing stories about them. Yeah, Sarah and I have definitely different sister dynamics as I am the older sister and Sarah's the younger sister in our sister duos, uh, which is definitely interesting. And, you know, obviously that creates a very different dynamic with those two relationships. But I would say that the bottom line is both of us freaking love our sisters. They're amazing. And we bond, maybe not over having, you know, we both have a younger sister, but we both have a sister and that's always something to talk about you know we talk about that a fair amount absolutely well without further ado let's let's re-beat all right grace you want to kick it off i do so the first story that i'm going to share about my sister morgan has to do with her getting a guitar um for christmas So my little sister, she's 16 right now. And when she was a freshman in high school, she got to take a like guitar class at school. And before she took that guitar class, she'd also um, taken a couple ukulele lessons also through uh, school. And I also have a ukulele that I sometimes like mess around with when I'm bored, but it's nothing very serious. But Morgan definitely picked up that skill, like, way faster than I did. Like, she's definitely a lot better at playing the ukulele than I am. And so she was really excited when she got to mess around with the guitar um, in high school, during school. And so after she took a semester of guitar, she asked Santa to bring to for a guitar for Christmas. And so Santa delivered and Morgan got this really beautiful Fender acoustic guitar and she was super excited to play it. And so one of Morgan's favorite songs is the song Pray by Sam Smith, which is like a really like, honestly, a pretty deep and heavy song. (laughs) Um, And Morgan, as I will talk about later, is definitely very into you know, more somber music. That's definitely like her preference. Um, But that was one of the first songs that she was trying to learn on her guitar. Um, And so she would like, you know, when she'd like learn a little part, she'd like get all excited and be like, oh, can you tell what I'm playing? (laughs) You know, like me and my siblings. And bless Morgan's heart. And like I said, she definitely has the uphand on, um, you know, being way more able to play a musical instrument than I do but 
Morgan is just like one of the worst singers I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Unfortunately. And she's like pretty aware of this and we always like make jokes about it and like whatever. But that being said, when she was like practicing her prayer, her pray song, and she was trying to like sing along, not so much to like sound good, but to just like keep track of what, what she was playing with. It was just always like everyone in our house was like, Morgan, will you like shut up <laughs> with this pray song? But she used to always, she kept asking my little brother Peter and I to like sing for her because she knows that we sound a little bit better than she does. And every time we would just be like, no. <laughs> we just like very much refused to sing um, Pray with Morgan on the guitar, which I honestly feel sort of bad about. But at the same time, just like us like being at home and like doing that, I think to Peter and I just felt like super lame. And we just like did not want to participate. <laughs> And so he didn't. Um, but that aside, I, every time I hear that song, I definitely think of Morgan because that is for sure one of her favorite songs. I love that. I just don't know what to say. Maybe I pray. Pray. Okay, so my first story. I'm trying to think like the timeline. And I'm really not quite positive, like, when this happened. My sister is seven years older than me, so there's a bit of a gap. But, like I said, we're super close. And we have, like, always, even though she's so much older, like, when I was really little, it was, like, her friends, like, wanted to hang out with me because they thought I was, like, cute and fun because I was little. Um, And then, like, as we got older, like, I actually started to, like, get to know her friends and, like, be able to, like, have conversations with them and not just be, like, the cute little sibling, whatever. Um, so I would, like, consider a lot of my sister's friends, like, some of my friends, and, like, that stands true today. Anyway, this one particular day, we were going to visit her, like, best friend from high school. Her name's Melissa. Claire and I were driving out there. Um, we call her Divine, (laughs) so, uh, that's what I'm gonna refer to her as, because it sounds weird to call her Melissa, but... Claire and I were driving out to Divine's house, and she lived probably, like, 25, 30 minutes away. Like, it was a bit of a drive. And she had just had knee surgery. So we were, like, Claire was being a good friend and, like, going to visit her, say hey, and I just came along for the ride because, like I said, that's kind of how it's always been. Like, I get along with Claire's friends and stuff. So we're driving out there, we hang out, and then for what, I don't know, you know, we'd been there for a while, so we're driving back, and this was before I could drive. I would say I was probably, I don't know, somewhere between, like, 10 and 13. <laughs> like, I really am not sure that you're on this, but Claire was driving, and on the the highway that we were driving on, Highway 44, when we were driving home, there was construction. And, like, in St. Louis, Highway 44, there's, like, always construction. God love her. We love Miss 44, but she's always under construction. <laughs> and so we're driving back, and we are just, like, belting every song that comes on. And Claire's like, oh, this is a good one. Like, let's let's do like let's sing this one blah 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 driving she's driving I'm in the passenger seat the song my heart will go on from titanic 
comes on by Celine Dion. And, like, Uh, that's, like, a slower song. Um, Like, not really, like, a headbanger. (laughs) But Claire and I chose to, like, defy those, you know, standards for the song. And we were just, like, jamming out, like, fully screaming, like, full-on concert in the car. There was probably some dancing involved. And then... We're driving, and, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, lights behind us. It's, like, Claire's getting pulled over. It's, like, great. And the officer came up and was, like, did you know that you just sped through a construction zone? And we were, like, no, we didn't. No. <laughs> like, and, like, I was too young. Like, I didn't even drive yet, so I was, like, oh, my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And, you know, Claire remained super calm, whatever, and she got off with just a warning, so it ended up being A-OK, and... We told our parents about it, so it's not like I'm revealing any secrets by telling this story. But just, like, the fact that of all songs... Like, we were definitely listening to more upbeat songs on this drive. And the fact that, like, it was My Heart Will Go On from Titanic that we were, like, jamming out and, like, she didn't realize she was speeding through a construction zone was, like, hilarious. Because it's like, oh, you know, it's just Titanic things, like... Like, I don't know if that would happen with other people. Like, that was, I felt like it was pretty unique to us that we were, you know, going as hard as we were to Titanic. Yeah, I've definitely, one of my good friends in high school, that was one of her go-to car jam songs as I mean, well. it's a good, like, sing-along <laughs> and so, dramatic oh, yeah. and stuff. No, but it's just it's, like, it's, it definitely it's starts off, sure. especially in the beginning, it's very slow. Right. Um. So that is that is very funny that you bring that up. Yeah, so this next story I'm going to share. So um, as I kind of alluded to earlier, my sister has a very somber taste in music. And I think that is partly my fault. (laughs) Because, I mean, straight up, I I know that, and Morgan will admit this, um, a lot of her music taste definitely came from me. And in high school, primarily, I as every person does, like, got into um, a bit of a depressing music phase, like, lots of, like, Lumineers and, like, Green Day and, like, just sad, like, slower shit that, like, you think is really cool and, like, it feels underground even though it's not, like, when you first start listening to that kind of stuff. So, one song that Morgan just like absolutely loves is the song All I Want by Codaline, which is such a sad song. Like it's literally so slow and sad. But we're when we're in the car, like our whole like fam, normally whoever is in the front seat like gets ox. Like that's just like kind of how it works in our house. And so Morgan was in the front and she had ox and she was just like playing all this like super like slow stuff. And if I'm remembering correctly, it wasn't like just our family in the car. Like it was like Peter's friend in the car and like someone else. And it, I just remember Morgan playing all like that song. And, like, we were all just, like, Morgan, this is so awkward. Like, everyone is sitting here in silence, like, listening to this sad-ass song with, like, Peter's friend in the car. And I literally just, like, interrupt. And I was like, Morgan, like, read the fucking room. Like, turn this shit off. Like, me and my mom were just, like, someone, like, take away the ox from Morgan. Like, she cannot 
do this right now. Like you really got to read the room. But that being said, I literally know that that's a moment that I've had in my family's car where I was playing some annoying slow shit and like my specifically our mom like reacted the same way like she was just like read the room like this is weird that we're listening to this right now like let's not listen to this so yeah all I want is go to line read the room Morgan <laughs> be happy listen to something upbeat that's funny I like that a lot that's funny all I want is nothing more my next story. So my older sister's married. She's been married for like two, a little over two years. And so a little bit more over two years ago was her bachelorette party. And I was her maid of honor. So I was kind of responsible for planning the bachelorette party. And a couple of her friends helped me out. But like, I kind of wanted this to, you know, that's one of the maid of honor's jobs is to kind of like do that. And I kind of wanted to like stick to that, stick to the role, whatever. So we um, rented a cabin at, it's like a pretty common getaway spot for um, St. Louisans. It's called Innsbruck and it's about, I think it's like an hour to an hour and a half away. Anyway, we're there for the weekend and it's just, you know, a bunch of girls celebrating my sister, you know, about to get married and we're having fun and we didn't do like anything ridiculous like no strippers were involved <laughs> no nothing um but it was just like a fun like getaway mostly and so like I said my sister's so much older than me that makes her friends a lot older than me so I was definitely the youngest one there but it's kind of like drinking with your parents you know if they allow it like if your big sister allows it it's fine so we were all you know <laughs> we there was a fire pit and one of claire's friends kayla who's actually now her sister-in-law she was in charge of the fire but then one of claire's other friends jenna was like oh if we're gonna sit around the fire we gotta listen to this song and it's called red fire night and i'm blanking on who sings it but it's just like me me under that red fountain anyway we listened to the song probably four five times that night and we were just like jamming to it and the i mean the whole weekend was super fun but i have to say the highlight of the weekend which even though it didn't quite correspond like the song always kind of reminds me of because when i think of that song i think of that weekend and then i think of later in the night there was a staircase there and we decided that it would be fun to like take the extra mattresses and like cushions and like mattress surf down the stairs kind of like the princess diary or that's literally yeah, what i thought the princess diaries style and my cousin who was also in the bridal party she was on the trip but she was pregnant at the time so she went to bed kind of early and we were like the next morning we were like oh Faye like how'd you sleep and she was like I slept really well I think I was woken up by what I can only assume was mattress surfing at about one in the morning we were like oh yeah sounds about right <laughs> we were definitely mattress surfing down the stairs but yeah i mean that was a super fun weekend super fun sister moment i was glad i got to like i was glad i pulled that off for her and like shout out to her friends that helped me but i know she was super happy with how it turned out and obviously the marriage and the I wedding like was still going strong like ever since i've met sarah Sarah, like, constantly refers to her sister's wedding as being, like, the best day of her life. It was literally so fun. Like, she's always hyping that up and, like, yeah. I mean, 
like, as stressed as, like, specifically my mom and my sister were planning it, and probably my dad, because, you know, some of his money was being put towards it, too. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, my mom and my sister pretty much planned it. My dad and I and her husband, you know, had our say or whatever, but mom and Claire were the, the main planners. But, like, as stressed as they were, like, everything, like, literally from the showers to the bachelorette party to the ceremony and then the reception like everything went so perfectly and like (laughs) I mean I'm like dang my wedding has to top that whenever it happened (laughs) um you know what I'm saying but no her bachelorette party I always will associate with the song red fire night but like mattress surfing doesn't get better than that (laughs) meet me under that red fire night down by the willows and the Tennessee This week, I am, you know what, this week I'm sponsored by being out of quarantine officially tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Actually, it'll be today when you listen, when you guys listen to this, because it'll be Saturday. So that's bringing me lots of joy because I'm very tired of being in my house. This week, I am sponsored by Guitar Hero. Because my roommates and I are also in quarantine together at our house. And I have a old, very old, like, the thick PlayStation 2. There was, like, there was, like, a smaller PlayStation 2 that was, like, more sleek. But this is, like, the thick boy PlayStation 2. And so I have that set up in my room. And we've just been playing Guitar Hero, like, every night. <laughs> it actually is, is the, um, super Is the Pickle fun. family a PlayStation family? So we had the PS2... And then we, my brother got an Xbox 360, but he has since switched back and now he has a PS4, but he doesn't really live with me with the exception of about two months out of the year. So, (laughs) right, right, right. I know my family was primarily Xbox and we also had like a Wii. Yeah, we had we had some Nintendo. We had, um, yeah, for the, I like, I always remember playing stuff on the PS2. Like I I remember like the Mario games on the Nintendo and stuff, but I feel like for the like majority of my like memory, my life that I remember, <laughs> it's the PS2 that like nice. is most predominant. And then the Xbox 360 we did have for a while. Like I don't know if you recall this, but there's like the Red Ring of Death or whatever. Like that never happened or like the Xbox lasted a freaking long time. Well, this is a good foreshadow to um talking about our guest next week that is a good so hints yeah so this week uh for our shout out just a reminder this little shout out segment is the purpose of it is to pay tribute to the black lives matter movement that is still very much an important thing happening and something that needs so much attention um so This is just our effort to keep the conversation going. Um, But our shout out this week is, I think we're going to say all of, a lot of the artists at the VMA Awards who took the time to not make the exception of their award, award about them, but to instead bring attention to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, So I know an artist in particular who did that was The Weeknd, which was really cool. Yeah, I mean, some artists like, Obviously, that's a big achievement to, like, receive an award. So, you know, they thank their friends, their family. They thank those people. Like, I know specifically the weekend was just like, thank you all, but, like, it doesn't necessarily feel right to celebrate when, you know, there still hasn't been justice for Breonna Taylor. There still hasn't been justice for Jacob Blake. And he acknowledged that. And, I mean, it was 
are super short and to the point. And a lot of other people, like I said, like tied it in, you know, they said, thank you so much for this nomination, blah, blah, blah. But also like, hey, this is still going on. So shout out to those um, artists for using their platform for in a positive and constructive way. Yeah, I think we said this last week, but it's really like reassuring when people use their voice that they have and like their platform that they have. So on this very special sisters themed episode, you are all lucky enough to hear from my wonderful little sister, Morgan Centeno. Hello, Morgan. Hi, guys. Morgan, <laughs> we're so excited to have you. Morgan has come to visit KU a couple times, and we love her. She's great. Yes, Morgan has, we've definitely given Morgan some nights to remember here in Lawrence, Kansas, um, which is really fantastic. I, it, those stories, I don't know if they should be shared on this podcast, but they certainly live in our memories um, forever. But Morgan is 16. Um, she's a junior in high school. She goes to high school in Sarasota, Florida, where the rest of my family is right now. And I'm her older sister. I'm 20. So we've, you know, always had this four-year difference age difference going on but I'd say we're pretty we're pretty close we talk to each other we tell each other things when I answer my phone Grace never answers her phone Grace is so bad at answering phone calls and texts or she answers and then like pushes you off the phone (laughs) you know we're all busy (laughs) but that being said musically Morgan and I do have a lot of overlap I would say in our music taste. Morgan, however, I feel like everyone when they're in kind of middle school and high school goes through a bit of like a a sad, depressing like music like moment. And Morgan's just like very much like still stuck in that. (laughs) She's still like trying, you know, listening. Okay, but I will say though, Grace definitely, I don't know, showed me like music. Like she definitely, I'd say all my siblings like have my music taste is their music combined. So I feel like I got the depressing music from Grace and then I just stuck with it. Everybody goes through, like, a depressing, angsty... Recently, though, I've been listening to happier music. That's <laughs> But I'd say you probably get a lot of your rap taste from Thomas, or yeah, who's exactly. our brother. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say the only thing that I like is original is my country music. Yes, Morgan is a centeno who likes country, which is not popular in our house by any means. A rare centeno. A rare centeno. I'd say our there's no you know you can't lie when you say that Stacy Centeno has influenced a lot of both of our music taste. Yeah. You've definitely alluded to that, Grace. You've said that multiple times on the show. Oh yeah, Mom's uh, new wave '80s pop is always shuffling through my playlist. But yeah, that's a little bit about me and Morgan, our dynamic, our musical influence on each other. So now that I've spent a lot of time sharing stories about this human right here i'm gonna give her a chance to say something about me will it be nice we don't know but i'm gonna give you full reins morgan so go right on ahead okay so grace and i have always been huge fans of one direction and them all as solo artists she definitely introduced me to them back in like x-factor days but um 
We both love them. And so in 2018, I believe, I was about summer going into freshman year and she was summer going into freshman year of college. And so we both, we were about to move from Illinois to Sarasota and Harry Styles was throwing a concert in Chicago, I believe at United Center. Mm -hmm. And so like the day of, I saw people posting about it and I was like, oh my God, like we need to go. And so Grace was working that day. She was scheduled to work and we were like, well, what are you doing? Like call off, like we're we're gonna go see Harry Styles. For our mom, like very kindly, like bought us last minute tickets. Yeah, exactly. So that's why she was, she should have just been like, okay, I'll call off. We're going to see Harry Styles. But Grace was like, no. No, like I can't lie to them. Well, I did. I tried to call in to call off and my manager essentially was like, somebody else already called off tonight. Like we're really in a bind. Like we really need you here. I, my morals got in the way and I just didn't want to not show up to work. It worked out in her favor because her manager ended up letting her because she was honest and it was like slow or something. I don't know let her go home early so we got to go to the concert so my younger brother Grace and I all went and it was just like that was my all-time favorite concert I've ever seen like absolutely amazing because Grace and I together have been to a good amount of concerts and so I'd say that was definitely my favorite and it was just it made it so much better that it was like last minute and like totally unplanned so yeah I'd say that was one of my favorite memories and that was really one of the only concerts that we went to like I don't know. It was interesting because when Morgan and I would go to concerts, it was normally like Morgan and I and like our friends. But like this time around, it was just like me, Morgan and Peter. Like it was just like a siblings. And then Grace and I went to, I believe, a summer bash together or no. Jingle Bash, one of what those, the bash? together, which was fun. Yeah, because our, our dad used to get us tickets to go to these, like, radio music festivals. And we went to, like, I don't know, maybe four or five of them right. all together and just saw, like, quite the collection of, like, pop artists. Because the way I, these, like, yeah, radio... I, I definitely, like, don't even realize how many people I've actually seen. I was going to say, those, like, those like radio music concerts are always just, like, a hodgepodge of artists. And you're like, dang, I really saw those people. Like, they were there. And, like, maybe they only played three or four songs, but, like... Right, because they just, they like, don't play, like, a full set for them. They just play, like, their radio hit, essentially. Exactly. And then the next person's up. But... I mean, yeah, we've seen... It's funny because when random, like, artists come up or come on the radio, I'll, like, make the connection that I've seen them before. But, like, it's it's very random. Like, we've seen Ariana Grande, like, two or three times. Megan Trainor, two or three times. I've seen her way too many times. (laughs) Those are, like, some pretty big names, though. That's the thing, though. Like, like, specifically, Ariana Grande... She hadn't peaked yet when we saw her, which was interesting. But she was very, she was really good. But uh, yeah, we got to see Jason Derulo and Nick Jonas. Jason Derulo. Yeah. That's so fun. Do you guys like now, like currently, because this was a few years ago, have like a shared artist? Is that artist still Harry Styles, like a shared favorite? I also think it's kind of like Chance. Yeah. We okay. we do Respect. we do talk a lot about that. I'd say me, Morgan and Thomas, like when we're home, that is definitely music is a something that we talk about together. Specifically when Thomas is around, the three we talk about rap. 
we're always, you know, Thomas is always asking for opinions on like things related to Kanye or 21 Savage and a lot of those kinds of rappers. Yeah, and then, so I'd say probably Chance and like Harry. Okay, I respect, I respect both. I also think it's funny that, no, I just think it's funny that Grace's like go-to conversation and now that I know this, like, with her family and people she knows very well, along with, like, strangers that she just met, is always goes to music. (laughs) I just think especially when you're meeting someone new, asking that tells you so much. Like, you don't need, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, that answers a lot of questions. Right, right. But, But yeah, I love you, little sister. And thanks for being on Rebeat. I know mom as well as I probably have forced you to listen to (laughs) lots of episodes, but I hope this is more fun than not. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. And I think Grace and Sarah have done a really good job and I love listening. It's very entertaining and funny. We're super glad to have you on. I'm always down for a conversation with literally any of the Centennials. So happy that I can share it with not just one, but two of you. Oh, likewise. <laughs> All right. Love you, sis. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, morning. Okay, so now is a super exciting part of the show. You've heard me talk, tell a few stories about my sister and I from my perspective, which, you know, if you have siblings, you know, sometimes perspectives get a little skewed. So <laughs> now it's time for my sister, Claire, my big sister, to come on and share one of her stories about me. So this is my older sister, Claire. She is old. She's 28. (laughs) She's a teacher and she's super fun. We're super close. So welcome to the show, Claire. Thank you. Uh, You know, it's funny that you say I am old because someone today asked me if I had turned 30 yet and I was deeply offended um, because I am not 30. And uh, I have a couple years left still. But yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Yes, we're so excited to have you here. I've I've gotten the chance to meet Claire in person like three-ish, two times, three times. Who's to say? I mean, I feel like we've known each other forever. Right, right. Like something, a number in there. Um, so yeah, we've, I mean, Claire's been a guest. We've been excited to have on the show. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> For a while now, and I'm excited to to learn more insight into the pickle sister dynamic here. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. So Claire, why don't you go ahead and uh, you know, I guess this is your chance to kind of roast me in front of my own audience, maybe. Well, as much as I would love to roast you, um, I think actually this is going to end up roasting myself, but. Um, I feel like this is a story that needs to be shared with the people. So Sarah and I, and actually a good friend of mine named Kayla, we, for a couple summers, got this mega ticket for concerts at the big amphitheater in St. Louis. Um, and it was a basically a humble jumble of country concerts. And so we would go, we had a whole routine. We would meet at our house. We'd, we had a tarp. We had chairs. We you know brought our koozies would probably eat dinner on our way out there, but it was down pat, you know, after concert five, six. Truly down to a science, I would say. Yes, yes. 100%. And to, to the point where, like, we would look at the weather, and if it was going to rain, we'd have the tarp folded a different way so that we could pull it over ourselves and stay dry. So we were frequent flyers at these concerts. 
Um, but one of our favorite parts of the concerts were getting there early and people watching. And I don't know if any of you have ever been to a country concert, but there tends to be some real walks of life that come in and, you know, enjoy those times. And uh, so on top of watching people make fools of themselves, we tend to, tended to also make fools of ourselves. Um, so, you know, we'd have you know, openers that were slow or we didn't know anything, but we, we would make sure to really get into their music or, um, you know, even the headliners, if they, you know, were playing a song that we weren't totally into, we would just mess around with each other. And we had it down to like, there were a ton of people there, but we'd always like leave a little space for ourselves to essentially have a dance floor, um, in, in the lawn, in the grass seats. And, uh, so there was one night, and actually, Sarah, I don't even remember what concert we were at. Do you have any idea? I want to say it was Dirks Bentley, but I'm not positive about that. Oh, right, because it's Dirks. Um, <laughs> um, so Dirks was playing, and I mean, I know some of his music. I don't know a ton of it, but... I will, uh, I will interrupt and say... I didn't know how much of his music I knew until we got there. Okay, actually, I can agree with you on that. I definitely, I definitely second that. I completely agree. So, anyway, Dirks was playing some song, and, you know, the crowd was getting wild. They were, they were feeling it. And so, Sarah and I started to imitate this dance that our brother apparently does after, you know, later in the evening when he's feeling pretty good. So we're doing this dance and both of us were like, oh, we're going to switch and we're going to start headbanging as if we're at like a hard metal concert. And so we start headbanging and naturally with headbanging, at least for me, my eyes were closed and I, I believe Sarah's were as well. And our friend Kayla is standing here watching this entire thing, watch, looking at us like, what the hell is wrong with you two? Um, so we're headbanging and we're on this, you know, grassy hill. So somehow Sarah and I both start to move and one second I'm headbanging and having a great time. And the next second, like at least three of my front teeth, if not more hit this obnoxiously hard object to which I then open my eyes and realize as I'm screaming in immense pain that it was Sarah's head that my teeth had gone into. <laughs> Talk about screaming in immense pain. Like, you just took a chunk out of my head. <laughs> Naturally, I'm, like, in shock because, you know, my top front teeth are just, they feel like they're falling out of my head. So, naturally, I take my, you know, two-by-five beer can and put it up to my teeth as ice, thinking, like, oh, this will cool it down and I'll be good to go. So... We enjoyed the rest of the night. It, you know, things calmed down. And what do you know, like, a couple months later, um, I'm having, like, some some dental issues. <laughs> which I, which runs in the family, but not our brothers. Just in the family between oh, yeah. us. <laughs> it's, our brother is, like, literally the golden child to the point where he has not had his wisdom teeth removed. He did not need braces. He has, I don't even think he's had a tooth pulled or a cavity. Really just saved our parents a lot of money. 
<laughs> in all the money that he saved, Sarah and I have at least quadrupled it. So, so anyway, I'm having some dental problems. So I go to the dentist and they do some x-rays. Well, shockingly enough, the tooth that went into Sarah's head now needs a root canal. And so I'm like, the guy, the dentist is like, you know, did, did you have any trauma to the tooth? And I was like, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had to tell him the whole story to which he was actually speechless. And I mean, that's my, that's, that's the story I felt like the people needed to hear. If anyone wants an Wait, Sarah, how was your head feeling post this? Like, there was definitely, like, a little bit of, like, a, I wouldn't say a bump, but a mark for a minute. <laughs> but, like... Like, approximately where on your head? Like, the back of your head? I think it was, like, right, like... Yeah, it was, like... It like was, on like, the, on the... A little bit towards the back, like, back middle on the right. Okay. Wow. I mean, where there's, like, solid bone structure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it, like the, the thickest part of your skull, like, that's what my teeth went into. It wasn't, it definitely hurt at first, but I didn't have, like, the aftermath. She didn't need the, you know, tall boy 2 by 5 beer can as an ice pack. Or a root canal. But I will say, yeah. you know, despite all the negativity of the root canal and stuff, those concerts were some of the most fun nights of the summers. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I remember you shared a, a story, another story, like, from one of those Man. events, I think. Oh, raise your hand if you've ever had a broken arm. <laughs> arm. Throwback to, like, episode two or three, maybe. That was a long time ago. No, the concerts were definitely, they were something we looked forward to. Well, hopefully when the coronavirus is over, you guys can have another sister moment at one of these concerts. I would love that. I'm just, let's let's keep a safe distance, COVID or not. Is there like a particular like um, artist that you guys like share a common interest for? Yeah, no, but I would I would definitely say that our, our common interests fall more in country. Um, probably like Thomas Rhett nowadays oh, yeah. would be a common. Cool. Um, Which actually I just got Curtis hooked on too. Oh, really? That's yeah. shocking, actually. I know, right? And we also, um, yeah, I would say, but we, both of us are, like, so, you know, open to listening to anything. Like, we'll listen to whatever the oh, other yeah. has on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you guys for having me. I, uh, I appreciate the glimpse into fame. I'm glad that we finally got to get you on because you, yeah, I will say you she gave me a little bit of, she Gave me a little bit of trouble that she hadn't been on yet, and I said, don't worry, we're working you in. <laughs> You've all been in the plan. But yeah. I appreciate it. It's super fun, mm -hmm. and obviously even better when I can talk to you when I'm not at home, because I'm at school right now. That's true. That's so thanks, true. For, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing some times with us. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, guys. All right, so now for some audience anecdotes. Yes, as a reminder... We really want you guys to submit these because it's literally so fun to hear from you guys and hear all the, you know, goofy things that are happening in all of your lives as they relate to the things we talk about. So please don't be shy. Submit. So this submission, um, this first one came from one of my very best friends from St. Louis. His name's TJ. 
His Instagram is hunka underscore burnin underscore love because his last name's Hunkins. But he is one of eight siblings and the youngest two, he's the second oldest and then the youngest two in his family are twin girls and they're five. And so he's away at school, but I guess the other day the his mom had called him at like eight in the morning and he was like, oh, that's pretty early like for her to be calling. I wonder what's up. And the twins wanted to talk to him. And he was like, okay, hey girls, like, what's up? Why'd you call? And they were like, TJ, we heard your song yesterday. And he explains that his song, they call it his song, is Sweet But a Psycho because when that song was like super popular, they really liked it and he would just play it for them all the time. And so that's just like super cute. Like, TJ's siblings are all freaking adorable. And I love that they still call him to tell him that they heard a song on the radio that made them think of him. That is really, I like that a lot. I, I've had the privilege of meeting Sarah's friend TJ. And that seems, again, like a very on brand song for him. That makes me smile. Um, yes, this next audience anecdote that we have is from Maddie Turner, who is the little sister of one of my very good friends um, from my hometown in Glen Ellen. Her Instagram is MaddieJ.Turner. And she, she just said that when she thinks of her older sister, she thinks of pink barefoot wine and headbands. <laughs> Which, if you know Grace Turner, the sister that she is talking about, is very on <laughs> her grace turner all throughout high school was definitely a headband queen and i love that she also loves the pink barefoot wine all right and then our last audience anecdote also comes from one of my friends from back home his name is colin not to be confused with my roommate colin but one of my really good friends from high school he said oh wait his instagram is colin kruger underscore he said that one time he came home from school, he'd been gone, you know, he hadn't been home in five or six months or whatever, and he was talking to his sister and her boyfriend, and they told him that they made their song, like their like couple song, Cover Me Up by Morgan Wallen, and then he was like, wait, no way, and the girl he was dating at the time, they had like also decided that that was going to be their song. <laughs> and I was like, that's just like a random sibling moment. Then it's like, wow, really on the same wavelength. That is really funny that they both thought of that as there. Wow. LOL. Well, yeah. Again, please submit audience anecdotes. We love to hear them and read through them. Yes, they make us laugh and smile. And hopefully they make you guys laugh and smile too. Well... It is time for some send-off songs. So, things I've been listening to this week. The first song I'm going to say is Super Rich Kids by Frank Ocean. And short little story about that. Last night, uh, my roommates and I were sitting in our backyard having a little fire. And one of our neighbors was had just, like, pulled up to his in his driveway and was going back in his house. And, like, stopped and was like, hey, y'all are really jamming now. <laughs> And was like, heck yeah, like, this is a good song. And then he, like, walked back inside his house. But I was like, oh, that, like, that was, that was cute, whatever. My next song that I've been listening to a lot this week is Sail Away, um, which is a song by a local Lawrence band called Me and the Others. And I think I plugged another one of their songs at another, at, a, at an earlier send-off song. But it's just, like, such a cute, like, scenty song. And yeah, I like that. And then lastly, the song is called 
His Eye is on the Sparrow. And this is actually by the Mississippi Children's Choir. And this is like an eight minute song, but it's just like actually beautiful. And I found it because I was looking through some of Stephen Day's like Spotify playlists that he makes. And this was on it. And I, yeah, this was just like a super, it's such a beautiful song. <laughs> Go listen to it. Um, but yeah, those are the songs I've been listening to this week. Okay, so my songs are, <laughs> I'm going to start with Stir Fry by Migos because the other night my roommate was making Stir Fry and naturally we had to play that. So that definitely is one of my songs. And then another one is called Cosmic Rays by the Floozies, which is like a funky band that my brother listens to a lot. I know this is the sisters episode, but I have it on a playlist and I've been listening to that particular playlist a lot. So shout out the Floozies. And then my last song is Narcissist by No Rome featuring the 1975 my roommate Audrey and I both really freaking love that song, so we've been listening to it quite a bit, whether it be on my playlist or her playlist. Very cool. Well, yes, you guys have made it to the end of episode 13, and hopefully nothing unlucky has happened to you in the duration of this episode. But yes, thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rebeat with SNG. Yeah, have the happiest day of whatever day you're listening to this on. Thanks for listening. Grace and Sarah out.